solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Seven: The Boggart in the Wardrobe. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And this is... Uh, oh. Potter Watch. It's Potter Watch. That totally normal podcast you listen to with the sane, rational host. Okay. And we are watching Potter watching you. What? I don't know. <laughs> What's happening? Just to, like trying to do a fun play on words with Potter Watch. Oh yeah, you did it. You you got it. It was fun. Everyone had fun. <laughs> Today we are doing chapter seven, the Bogart in the wardrobe. How can you even tune into this episode though, Alex? Oh, you can tune into this episode if you knew what spell it takes to get rid of a Bogart, which is obviously ridiculous. Or as they say on the American um uh, Jim Dale audio books. Yeah. There we go. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know. Every everyone says it a little different. We'll put it in. Jim, Jim, tell it to us. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Said the class together. Well, speaking of ridiculousness, I rename this chapter which is originally the Bogart in the Wardrobe, as Ridiculous Robes. <laughs> um, because I struggled to come up with a title, because this one was great. Yeah, she does do a good job. So, um, in a similar vein of um, good, not great, maybe terrible titles, my title is Defender... Of dark thoughts. <laughs> I mean, that's better than ridiculous robes, but... Not fine. Not really. Um, well, what even happens in this chapter? Okay. Very quick synopsy. Frey goes a ship about his arm. Still. <laughs> um, um, Snape is bullying Neville... About a potion. Still. Still. Um, uh, and then Lupin, you go to Lupin's first DADA class, and he's doing a really great job, and he introduces them to Bogarts and everything. Um, he stands in front of Harry for his Bogart. Um, he teaches them the ridiculous spell, Lupin defends Neville. And, yeah. That's it. Um, okay, great, great. Thank you for that synopsis. <laughs> My first note is potions classes make me anxious. Every time. Snape is so mean. He's, like, mm, you should not work with children. <laughs> he's so bad at teaching. He's so, he's, oh, God, it makes me, like, sick to my stomach. I hate the way he talks to Neville. And Hermione. And Hermione. Like, I meant I meant specifically Neville in this chapter, but, like, also the way he talks to Hermione is disgusting. Yeah. Well, and even I, in this chapter. Yeah, that's true. Oh. 
Um, especially comparing it to Lupin in the same chapter, like Lupin's I teaching know. style. Such a good juxtaposition. Oh, I love Lupin so much. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Lupin as a teacher. Woo, that, like, Snape brought me down and then Lupin brought me right back up. Um, how is it, Draco? Does it hurt terribly? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Draco, I... Here's the thing. I love you so much, but you are just such a little shit. I can't. <laughs> I just said, ugh, Malfoy sucks. This is, like, worse than his, like, lame insults. Is like, how he's treating Ron and Harry in this one. Oh. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. But I do think it's, like, shitty. But I think it's... Like, it's worse to, like, read it and stuff. I don't know. I think this is not as bad as him talking about Harry not having parents or Ron. Um, but see, that's, like, just so poor. lame when he does that. This is, like, he's, like, purposely needling them, and he can do it in Snape's class. No, it like, sucks that Snape doesn't do yeah. anything about it. Like, it would, it's just, like, I think it's funny that, I don't know, I just thought that bit is funny. Well, like, like even the though Haggard it's terrible, stuff. Oh, the Haggard stuff pisses me off. I just think situationally, like, the idea that Ron and Harry have to, like, do chores for Malfoy is funny. Um, especially, I don't know, I think it's, it's good comedy. Like, it's terrible, but it's good. Um, Ron (laughs) cutting his roots and then Snape making Ron take the jagged roots is so funny. But, like, kind of valid. Yeah. That is valid, but, it, like, it's funny. Professor Ron mutilated my room. <laughs> uh, I cracked sucks. up so much. And then Potter skinned my shriveled um, um, yeah, that's the dirtiest thing I've ever heard. Potter, please skin Malfoy's shriveled thing. Disgusting. Um, yeah. Um, how does his dad still have influence with, like, the school governors or anything after last year? Like, he was caught, um, threatening them with their lives. Who knows? Money? I guess. And I know he's, like, still buddy-buddy with Fudge or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, Draco's desperate need for Harry's attention has gone too far. Also, I would like us to count how many times he uses the word father in this scene. (laughs) My father has a lot of influence. My father is not too pleased about my injury. Father, father, father. All of my notes are about Draco. Um, okay, nope. My next note is about Snape. Snape, stop bullying Neville in this scene. Stop bullying Neville always. (laughs) (laughs) I said this is a good way to set up the chapter, though, like, having this scene with Neville and Snape. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I think she is making uh, Snape particularly evil to Neville in this chapter, so that his, like, fear of Snape becomes... And you remember that he doesn't like him and all that stuff. But also, just in general, you can't make him feed his toad that potion. Like, what other professor, like... Uh, this is my whole thing with Snape and the way he treats his students, is either Dumbledore is the world's worst headmaster, or they just don't tell 
other professors and stuff what Snape does. Because this is, like, child abuse. I mean, I don't think they do say what he does. That's what I'm saying. Like, he can't treat Neville like this. Like, Malfoy's the only tattletale. Like, of their whole school. Like, nobody else tattles or anything. Somebody needs to tattle on Snape. I think it's just, like, um, the way it is. Like, each teacher can do whatever they want in their class, really. I don't like that. That's not the way a school is run. Like, what is Dumbledore's job? They don't want to quash the magic. Can I have a green one? Yeah, only one red in this whole fucking thing. I'm sorry. You know greens are my fave. I didn't know that. Yeah, his name sucks. Yeah. Um. Oh. And Malfoy becomes an actual shit with this whole serious nonsense. Um. Oh, well. Right before that? Right before that. Just really quick. I didn't think this was, like, subtle or smooth of J.K. Rowling. How she, like, tried to fit in this whole, like, Seamus says to Harry, like, have you heard the Daily Prophet this morning? Like, just yeah, out of nowhere. I thought that was weird, too. I was like, why is he calling? Yeah, it was weird. Like, I feel like they could have just been talking about it. It didn't have to be like, yeah. hey, did you hear about did this? Did you hear about the Daily Prophet? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Taco taco. Okay, um, yeah, I'm at the... Malfoy talking about serious. Like, I was just like, you're such a shit. Also, you're so full of shit. Like, if it were me, I would go looking for him. No, you would not, Malfoy. You literally are still crying about a hippogriff scratch. Like, you are not going to go hunt down um, the wizard that escaped from Azkaban. Not for anyone. Malfoy's not brave. Yeah. Um, especially not now. Um, but how does Malfoy know all this stuff about Sirius? I think it's because he's his cousin. That's what I'm guessing. Oh. But do you think that he knows that Sirius is innocent? No. You think he thinks that he was a Death Eater? Yeah. But I feel like he's notorious in his family for, like, not being one. Yeah, but... I don't think anyone knows about the switch. Like, I think they, like, I don't think they know about, like, they, I don't think Lucius would have known about Wormtail, so I think they just assume that Sirius switched sides is, like, the common. Yeah, I don't think they knew about the switch, but, um, I would think that he kind of assumed that Sirius is not a real Death Eater. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that could be true. I just don't know if anyone has proofed, they, they could guess that something went wrong there. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think they have proof or, or anything. Or they think that he's a coward. That he, like, that Dumble, that Voldemort, like, tortured it out of him or something. Maybe. Either way, I think Malfoy thinks that like, Draco, I mean. Yeah. I think Draco believes the story that... That everyone else does. Yeah. But he knows that he's, it, like, Harry's godfather, I guess. Yeah. Which is just, like, another layer. I mean, 
McGonagall also knows that. I think it's fucked that nobody tells him. Like, honestly, that's the only thing about this scene that makes me like, yeah, Malfoy, you're a shit. But, um, he's I mean, the only one that's really talked to Harry about it. I feel like that would be really shitty, though. Be like, yeah, this person that's like, you're supposed to be your godfather is the reason why your parents, um, I, I think it is shitty, but I'd rather know. Like, ignorance is not bliss in this situation. Because, like, clearly other people know. Like, other people's parents have talked to them about it. You know, not, not it's not, like, a common thing in the wizarding world. But I wouldn't want to know that. I mean, I wouldn't want to know that other people knew that about my family. And I didn't. Especially about my parents and their death. Yeah, but I also know why, like, McGonagall and stuff wouldn't want to tell him. Because they know Harry and that he would do something stupid. Yes, I get that. I get why people that care about... I don't know. I just... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Harry does do something stupid. Because there's, like, no question that Harry would go after him. Yeah. Because he's, like, making stupid decisions not even knowing that. He's like, oh, I don't really care that this person's after me. Like, I'm gonna go to Hogsmeade because that's all I care about in this world. In this book. <laughs> Look, Harry deserves to go to Hogsmeade. Not, like, if his safety's at risk and they're all, like, working hard to, like, keep him safe, he should not go. No. You mean he's, like, valid in wanting to go. Yes, like, he deserves to go. And and from Harry's point of view, like, every year someone's trying to kill him, so boy just wants to get his honeydukes on. Like, I get it. I don't think he deserves to go. I get why he wants to. I think he does. I mean, okay, when I say he deserves to go, I mean, like, he deserves to be a regular kid. Like, he has that right to, you know, get to be a kid. And he doesn't because somebody's always trying to kill him. Yeah. Poor Harry. I mean, if he, like, they, if, they, if it was, like, Hermione, they'd be like, yeah, we can send her because she's not going to go off in Hogsmeade and, like, do dumb shit, but they're, like, if we let her, Harry, go to Hogsmeade, there's so many, like, places that, like, they could just wander off to. But he's always with Ron and Hermione. See, I think if they gave him strict rules and nothing, and he didn't know about Sirius, like, I think he would be, he would be concerned about not being able to come back, and he would only go to, like, whatever, like, if they gave him three shops he's allowed to go to, he yeah, would do it. Yeah, like, because he did that in the beginning with the the um Diagon Alley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean maybe. But if as soon as he finds something that he's curious about, he's gonna go like wander off. I, I mean I know? agree. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it would have to I think they're most worried, honestly, someone will tell him about Sirius. Like or overhear it in Hogsmeade, which he does. So yeah. fair. Anyway, that was like a long debate for a roundabout way of Malfoy's a shit. <laughs> wow, definitely. I said Snape should be able to tell right away that the potion's going to work, just by how it looks. Yeah. Snape, what's up with that? He's like, I doubt it. I'm like, you know already that it's fine. Because it's the right color and consistency or whatever. And, like, Hermione's so good at potions. I feel like that's her best subject, actually. Yeah. Because she, like, gets it and, like, can... She's also good at transfiguration. Yeah, I mean, I think she's just really good at magic, but I think, like, she really, 
like nose potions because I think that's really hard to like be able to um one figure out like what you did wrong and like fix it and like there's that part where in the sixth one she can like take a potion and figure out what ingredients are in it yeah and nobody else can yeah and and Harry can't do it and it's because it's like not yeah. Um, instruction things it's like theory based and you have to understand yeah. the theory i love that scene because it makes hermione so like yeah she's finally she's so like self-righteous she's like it's because you can't cheat i know i actually hate how hermione is about the potions Me class too. but i think it's funny like her reaction when she finally gets the theory and she's like not gonna help them figure it out um Again, only Ron taking an interest in how she's going to the classes. She does such a bad job at covering it up. Like, they needed a better cover story. Like, she just needs to not talk about the other classes she's in. Yeah, that's why I was like, I feel like she slips up and, like, valid. But um, but she, like, just talks about it. Like, she'll be like, this was better than my, you know. Yeah. She does not care. She knows they're dumb, and they yeah they won't ask. And maybe she like low key wants them to figure it out. Yeah, so she'll have someone to talk to about it. Which, all. if it was either of them, they would just immediately tell the other person. Like they would just immediately tell yeah. her. Like she's really good about keeping the secret. Like I get why she does. Ron would be horrible about it. He would be like, "Let's do like, you know, this or this." Oh, with the time. Yeah, yeah. she can't tell Ron about the time turner. Yeah. Harry would just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> also, like, they really should use that time turner to go kill Voldemort as a baby. I think that would Sorry, be- I said if you couldn't hear me. They should really use that time turner to go kill Voldemort as a baby. That's, like, what everybody should do <laughs> when they have a time turner is solve the world by killing the one racist, JK. Uh, uh, <laughs> But still, valid. Valid point, Alex. Why doesn't she think to do that? Woo, Alex. <laughs> Are you cleaning your glasses again? No, I'm gonna use it on my lap. Um, they've had a very exciting first week of classes. All of their classes have been, like, thrilling. Like, McGonagall's doing the Animagus. Oh, which we didn't even, sorry, last. Third year is just a fun year, I guess. Yeah. Last book, or la- I'm sorry, last chapter, um, I don't think we mentioned this, but, like, McGonagall mentions Animagus, like, very low-key. Um, that's what she's teaching them, but Harry's not paying attention. <laughs> Classic. Which is why she turns into a cat and, like, nobody up- applauds. Um, yeah. But we didn't really talk about that, but that happened last week. I mean, we kind of talk about the no applauding. No, but the fact that she's talking about Animagus yeah. and we're going to learn. About, yeah. For real, for we real. We really need to learn about Animagi yeah. because of uh, the Marauders. I don't know why I said that like that. But yeah, I'm at Lupin's class. And <gasps> my it, favorite part of the chapter, let me get my notes together. Oh, just, um, he was meant to be a teacher, teachable moment with Peeves, like when Lupin is like, here, here's a new spell that I'm going to yeah, teach you right like now. Yeah, here's like a handy spell. Ugh. And he's like trying to show them like, you shouldn't be like making fun of Filch, which I think is really nice. Yeah. Uh, I just, 
my first note on Lupin says, Lupin is just so happy to be back at Hogwarts. I know. Like, after his terrible 12 years of life, to get to be doing this job that he's so meant for, you know? He's just such a good teacher. Because he also could talk shit about Snape. Like, even McGonagall, who's a fantastic teacher, can't hold back, like... The, how much she disagrees with Trelawney. Yeah. And Lupin just, like, takes the higher road and is, like, I'm sure... Okay, so Snape is in the classroom when uh, they start their lesson or whatever, and he makes fun of Neville, and Lupin just, like, very, you know, calm, cool, and collected says, like, I think we have... We're working on something today, and I think Neville's gonna do great as a Such spell. a good teacher moment. Like, and it makes... It just makes Neville sore, and I... He could have easily been, like, get, like, the F out of my class, Snape. Like, you're an asshole. Like, he could talk bad... He could have been like, yeah, Neville, I mean, uh, Neville, don't worry, because Snape was a real, like, nothing when he was at school, you know? He could have said so many things, and instead, he takes the higher road and just is a great teacher. Rant over about Lupin. I just, ooh, my heart. Also, another Snape sucks moment. That he was in someone else's class and was bullying Neville again. I know, like, so it's, like, just well known that that's just how Snape is. And it's like, oh, well, that's just the way he is, so we're just gonna let it happen. Um. It was also so unnecessary. Like, it wasn't, like, even a side jab. It was like, uh, did they tell, did they warn you about Longbottom? Like, in front of him. Um, I also, is this class, is D.A.D.A. only with Gryffindors? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Snape definitely has it out for him and for Hermione, like, Mm -hmm. I've always commented on the fact that he, like, really hates Hermione and it's not really clear why. Um. I mean, he obviously has it out for Harry, but. Yeah. Um, I was just like, yes, Lupin. But I also just, like, love how much he cares for Neville, and I think it's because he knew Neville's parents from the Order. Yeah. So, um... I'm gonna cry! And it's, like, another thing where he doesn't need to say it, like, but he's, like, looking out for Neville in, like, a very, like, subtle way. Yeah. And, like, Neville doesn't need to know it's, like, because of his parents or whatever. Like, I mean, they don't even say it if that's why, but if it is, it's, like... It just seems like he's doing it because he likes, he genuinely likes Neville, which I'm sure he does, but. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm getting a really emotional again, as I do anytime a marauder is brought up. So, um, I, I'm quiet, but, um, I'm feeling those words in a, in a, in an agreeing way, I guess. Um. Did you have any other notes on that? Oh, I just think, (laughs) why did I know my exact state of being when I was writing these notes? It says, Lupin can't wait to call on Harry, dot, 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 I'm such a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So I just think it's funny because he calls on Neville and then he's like, 
he poses another question, Hermione, or, and he, he lets Hermione answer the first question or whatever, and then he goes, Harry, how do you think about that? Like, doesn't call on anyone else, like, asks Harry I know. what he thinks, and I just think he, I'm trying to think about things from Lupin's point of view, and I would just love, oh, that's another point of view that would be interesting for this book. Lupin's? Yeah. Yeah. Like, really interesting, like, even with the serious stuff. But, uh, sorry, sidetrack. No, that's a good idea. Last week we talked about, um, if the books were written from different characters' perspectives, and we mostly did it from students' perspectives, but if this one had been written from Lupin's point of view, mm-hmm. rather than Harry's. Um, but I can't imagine what it's like to, like, see James, basically, in that classroom, and then, like, I don't know. I just felt like he was, like, ready to call on Harry, yeah. you know? Oh, man. I mean, he, like, met him on the train and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's definitely different, and it's, like, their old stomping grounds, kind of. Yeah, all these memories and, like, him hanging out with, you know, like, showing Peeves what's up, you know? It just feels like, I think this place is a place full of a lot of happy memories for Lupin, you know, even though he lived, like, a really hard life, and so I think it's, and it's heartbreaking that it's only for a year that he gets to go back, but I think this is a really good year for him, you know? Yeah. Um. I'm at the Bogart stuff. Why am I, why do I have, like, no notes for the Bogart stuff? I think it's because, uh, I think it's because uh, I'm re- I really love this part. Like I'm really interested in it. So I just didn't take many notes. But I said a teacher should not be a child's biggest fear. Snape gets <laughs> fucked. I mean, that's Snape is pretty terrifying. I know that's what I'm no, but I'm saying yeah. like it's awful that Snape is like, his biggest yeah. fear. Um, it probably doesn't help that he was like just there too. Like yeah. So it's, like, fresh. Um, I wouldn't want to do this activity in front of my whole class. I would not want to, like, have to see my biggest fear in front of everybody. And, like, then everyone kind of knows, like, what you're vulnerable. But I guess, but I guess like, everyone's everyone, on the same page. Yeah, everyone's on the same, in the same boat. But, I don't know. I kind of want to know what my bog art would be. I don't know what it would be. Well, it would definitely be death-related. Yeah, I feel like mine would be sad. Like, it would just, but I feel like not as a 13-year-old, it wouldn't be. But, like, now, definitely, I feel like it's something, like, psychological and sad. Like, nobody yeah. wants to see that. Like, it'd be similar like to, like, Molly. to Molly's, where it was, like, her kids dying, you yeah. know? Um. Like, wow, somebody really brought it down from spiders with wheel, like, you know, like, <laughs> with no legs. Um, I like in the movie, well, I like this whole scene in the movie when they have, like, the music playing and stuff. Yeah. But I was gonna say more specifically, like, with Neville, he, like, whispers what he needs to do, and this one, he just says it out loud, like, picture him in the clothes, I'm like, that's lame, like, let it be, like, a surprise, because it's so funny when you're not expecting it. Yeah, but it's also, I think it's so funny, because I think Lupin, even though he didn't say anything outright about Snape, I feel like this is a little bit of his, like, revenge right This was here. his McGonagall, like, I'm not gonna talk ill of teachers, but yeah. I'm gonna maybe and help he does you it here. better than McGonagall, yeah. he's like, 
yeah, pictures Snape in those grandmother's clothes. Like, he can't wait for it. He's like, this is gonna be great. I don't know. I think it's gonna be funny. Like, he was like, this is gonna be so funny for me. You deserve this. Um, poor insecure Harry. He thinks I can't take care of it because I fainted on the train. It makes me so sad and annoyed a little bit that Harry is so, like, self-conscious about fainting on the train. I know. I also think that um, Harry is the secret control freak. Because I think he's afraid of Dementors because they have so much, like, control over him. And, like, Voldemort, at least he can, like, make his own decisions when he sees Voldemort. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but it's, like, like, Harry's, like, low-key, like, a control freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My next note says rude Ron, but not wrong. And I think it's about Hermione. <coughs> like, Ron's like, oh, what would yours have been, Hermione? Like, you getting a 90, not a 100 on a test. Yeah. And, like, he's wrong, but, like, not really that wrong. Like, her, Bogart is her failing exam. So, In the, yeah. it's not far off. I mean, I think your Bogart's changed, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like, more easily than your Patronus. Yes, agreed. Um... I think the the Ron spider thing is always funny. Like, the fact that he's afraid of spiders is always funny to me. And, like, that it comes up in multiple books. Yes. I said Neville needed this win. <laughs> Neville did need this win. He was a really rough. He's had a rough day. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, Harry's so sensitive about the idea that he can't handle doing stuff. Yeah. Which, like, makes sense, because, like, people are treating him like a kid in this book again. They're like, no, you're a child, we can't tell you things. That whole thing, which I can't imagine how frustrating that is. Not being able to know things about your life. Like what you were saying, because they think that he can't handle it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you're right. That those were the end of my notes. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I like that um, Lavender notices the thing about the orb. Um, she says, why is Professor Lupin frightened of crystal balls? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. It also just makes her sound dumb. <laughs> like... But only because I have the pic- the image of it in my head from the movie where it's clearly a moon. So, oh. You know, but it's... Yeah. I don't... I think it looks more just like a circle. So, yeah, like a misty circle. But it was just... Why is he afraid of crystal ball? But she's the only one that thought anything of what he was afraid of. So I thought that was good. Yeah. And it wasn't one of those three thinking about it. It was like just some random character that was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I was like, Ron's not far off with the whole homework thing. But I wonder what, like, not homework-related Hermione's would be. I think it depends on which book we're in. Like, now. Like, in book three? Yeah. I think it'd be something along with, like, not having friends, friends yeah, or being, think, like, yeah, lonely. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, like... 
losing Ron and Harry, and not in a, like, death way. Yeah. But, like, in a, like, they just... Like, I'm ostracized kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think later she, when she figures out Harry's, like, I think in book five, it's probably, that's when her, I'm afraid Harry's gonna have to die sets in. When she figures out the connection between Voldemort and Harry. Um, because I've had, like, she says, like, I think I've known for a while, and I think that she's smart enough to try to think that that link is gonna mean something bad, at least soon. Like, or just knowing that all of this terrible stuff that keeps happening each year is surrounding Harry, I think she has, like, this bad feeling that he's gonna die. Either Voldemort's gonna kill him, or that he has to die for it or something. Oh, I mean, I didn't think she knew that. I thought that was more like she knew that Harry was going to go out and fight him. Oh, I thought it was... I read that as, like, she knows that in the, this might this might be what happened in the end. Like, she had had that thought and hoped that it wasn't that. Because in the seventh one, she's like... It's in the beginning where she's like, I've, we've always known this, is that you were going to go and fight him, and we were going to go with you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about right before he goes to die. But she doesn't know that. He doesn't talk to them. They don't know that he goes to do that. Oh, maybe she says that in the movie. Oh, maybe. But in the books, like, he just quietly Yeah, goes. in the movie. He talks to Neville. In the movie, she he talks to her, and I, I think that line is sat with me because I think it is true. I think Hermione is smart enough to know what that means. What that connection, their connect, Voldemort and his connection mean. I mean, I think she's the most fearful of the connection, but I think it's because she's afraid of what Voldemort can do to Harry through that connection. No, I definitely think that's that she is scared of that. That's not what I'm saying, but I think she is worried that they're so connected that it, like, that it will result in Harry's death in one way or another. Maybe. I've never gotten that impression, but... I don't know. Um. Anyway. Well, that was my last note. <laughs> was what do you think her mind is? Um. Shall we do our... Yeah. My rat for this book is Malfoy, because uh, he's, like, so annoying in the beginning, and I didn't give it to him last time, so. Um, my rat Snape. Yeah. Obvs. Well deserved. And my champ is Lupin. My champ is obviously Lupin. Gotta be. Uh, and I gave this chapter 75 points, because I like it more than the last one. I think it's more fun, and, like, I like all the Bogart stuff and Lupin. Me too. Did you give it points? No, I didn't give it points. But, uh, right now, I'm gonna give it... I'll give it... I'll, I'll match you. I'll give it 75. I don't know. I'll give the... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth 75. I like it. It's hard for me to give points to this one. I don't know how to quantify it. I just love it. Actually, no. I'm gonna give it 90, because I just love Lupin. Ooh. I love Lupin in this one a lot. Yeah. Actually. So, that's not... That wasn't a fair 
I really love this chapter. I think it's a really great introduction to Lupin as a professor. I also think this might be one of the happiest days of Lupin's life and deserves 90 points. That's really sad. I know. In a long time. I yeah, think I think in his adult days. life. In his yeah. adult life. Um, shall we get into our OWLs? Sure. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Do you want to go first? Okay. Um, what is Dean's father? Is that yours? Yeah. Okay, well then I have another one for you. Okay. Okay. Man, you were right. We, she, you thought we might have the same one. What is the last thing Malfoy asked them to cut up? Oh, I know he asked Harry to cut something else up. Yeah. Um, he already did the roots, so, um, like, ginger or something like that? No. I don't know. Is it caterpillar? Oh, caterpillar, not ginger. All right, I have to find another question. Did you choose Dean specifically? Yeah. That's so funny. There are so many options of people we could have chosen. What was the two examples that Lupin gave that, like, the, the Boggart tried to become both and it was, like, funny? Oh, um... It wasn't one of those students. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, oof. Uh, let me think about it. Ugh. <laughs> um, gotta take myself back. Um... Oh, God, I know exactly what it is. This is so infuriating. Is it some kind of worm thing? Maybe. I'm, like, resigned to getting it wrong, but am I right? Is it some kind of... It's a slug, a flesh-eating slug, and a headless corpse. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the slug. Yeah, I'm thinking of the slug. Oh. All right, so that was pretty quick. Yeah. Quick little love fest on Lupin. Yeah. Looping the best, the best kind of best. Gotta love that singing voice. <laughs> um, what should the password be for the next chap? Um, Chappy chap. Um, this is chapter eight, Flight of the Fat Lady. What year is Oliver Wooden? Okay. Got that, people? What year is Oliver Wooden? Feel free to tune in next week and find out. To, to listen. I don't know. You have to know already if you want to listen, but uh, get it confirmed. It's going to be great. Bye. Mischief Managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.